my brethren. Now, it is Tuesday night, January 23rd, 8.17 p.m. And I think that SoundCloud keeps not letting me upload my podcasts because I use that like 15 second intro usually with a song on the radio and I think they have an AI bot that like scrapes these episodes and they're like oh my god they're using illegal music so we're not going to upload it so we're hitting it raw today bro um hitting it raw brother and uh just gonna talk off rip now one tragedy about not being able to upload some of the the stuff I've recorded is I recorded something after the white party because you guys know I do that after every single event, which was a week and a half ago. And I recorded an episode about my dog Cole dying. He died a week ago and uh, the white party was like a week and a half ago. And um, yeah, so those things happen. White party was good. It was big. It was fat. Um, we got the fake it till you make it thing down, brother. We do. Because whenever we, I don't have anything going on, I start to fucking panic. And I just... When I don't have that motion, or I don't feel or I'm around that energy, I start to lose it a little bit, brother. Because I've been clinging on to this energy now for a year. And I need to be around it. So, that was only a week and a half ago. We need to keep going. We have to keep striking. And, um, yeah. That's that. My dog, Cole, did die. Uh, and that dude was there for me through everything. Through everything. Uh, and I loved him to death. And it's really disorienting and sad. And I feel bad for my sister having to go through it to be there to put him down. I was on FaceTime and I saw him just moments before they put him down, I believe. And uh, yeah, that was fucked up. That's my guy, man. And uh, dude was there through me through some of the hardest Coach Connie days. Like, in Lincoln, I would come back. I must have been like 1920, just like, you know, years of late night Adderall nights trying to figure it out. And um, he would just be there. He'd always be there. He was there on a terrible Adderall night in down Martha's Vineyard. And, um... I had finished Apple Cinema, but I was zooming off the crack. And him and I went for this long walk, and he'd walk like 80 yards behind me in the freezing cold down the vineyard. There was no one down there. This is like February 2020. This is like four years ago. Uh, he was just always there for me. And um, I love him to death. And it's if you ever lost a pet, it's fucking hard, dude. Part of life. And, you know, everyone knows you're going to go through it at some point, but it's fucking tough. And, uh,. Yeah, so that's what's going on. Now let's talk about the movie. I'm going to talk with my rational brain. My emotional brain is fucking bugging. having one of those days, but let me talk with my rational brain. So Alex pushed the deadline for our film to now be done on February 28th. Bothered me a lot. Bothers me a lot. But that's the reality. 28th film, hard deadline. The Kickstarter is launching on February 12th to go get the funds to go do the castle. We are $30,000 away from doing the castle premiere and executing on this mission. Uh, 
in the meantime, I'm likely going to launch the Kickstarter on February 7th privately because we have a dinner, a private dinner on the 8th and then a big event on the 9th, a snake pit. And I just want that link open because I'm going to be around lots of people who can share it and send it to people. Now, um, I'm hoping the universe has my back here. I'm hoping God puts me in a position to go be focused and execute on this mission and get this money so I can finish this goddamn mission. Um, it's the final leg, bro. This whole thing is the final leg. And, you know, Conrad, once it's out, it will be pushed and pushed and marketed and all that. But this is really my thing is this castle. And um, I just got to figure out a way to get it done and just do it. Now, we have a massive piece of marketing, which is marketing our star that we have not brought up yet. But our star wants to see the film done, which totally fucking makes sense. And film can't be done because our director keeps pushing the deadlines back. So the lesson I learned here is give directors hard deadlines and once a problem, always a problem. Once a problem, always a problem. My grandfather used to say that. My mom actually was a lesson she taught me. Like, if something is an issue, it will always be an issue. You can deal with the issue and try to come up with a solution, or you can just not, and it will continue to be an issue. So, something I learned. Um, I'm in Beverly Hills. I'm actually driving underneath the pavilion's parking lot right now. I'm going to go get a water and an apple. And uh, I need cash flow right now. I need money. I need to go make 10 to 15K to cover some of our event expenses and my expenses out in LA. And I need to get this done in the next like two or three weeks. So I'm hoping we have a fundraising dinner on Thursday in Bel Air. There are a few guys there that I think I can help out in some capacity. I just need to figure out what I can help them with. And uh, I need to make I need to make a bag quick. That's how I feel right now. I, I need my cushions gone. I gotta go make a bag. I gotta figure this out. Um next. I want to eliminate the money problem in my life completely after this film's done. I want to just focus on getting money. Um, I'll always pursue my passion and I'll always push the Marvel movie down the, the line here. But I've been in too much goddamn financial pain on the come up and I'm tired of feeling this way. And so I'm going to solely focus on bag chasing. I have all of the skills to go make millions. I do. Um, I just need someone's help figure out how to center myself and I approach this the right way because I'm clearly not doing it the right way and so I need some I just need a mentor to be like bro do this 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 and this and stick to it for X amount of months and see what happens that's what I need so I gotta figure that out uh, now I'll tell you guys what's really eating me up is uh, I did see Shorty seen her a few times in the past few weeks 
and I and it's been nice I can't even hold you guys it's been nice it's really my shorty and uh, I know I have to approach this situation much differently and I'm not diving into any sort of relationship with her I have to just I have to keep boundaries right now with her because there's a piece of me that thinks that this could actually end up working out with her but it has to be through massive clear communication I have to come to a place of complete forgiveness and I can't this is not a lie bro like I I mean every time I'm with her I think about it it's like that's the truth and so it's something I have to accept um that this happened three weeks into our relationship and she never told me and maybe I maybe in my brain I can I can wrap my head around that I'm just trying to figure it out the the issue here is I do love this girl and um our relationship did form after this incident and so it's on me to see like Connor can you accept this and be okay with this or not and uh I bro, I do love her to death. I do. And like in my brain, it's like, why would I even entertain this? It sounds so crazy, guys. I know. I know it sounds insane. But it's like, why would I even entertain this? If I didn't think that long term, this could be the girl I, I could be with the rest of my life. Um, fuck it. You live once. Might as well try, bro. That's kind of how I feel. Now, I haven't shut off the potentiality of seeing other girls. I've seen a bunch of other girls. But... Why is it the girl that broke my heart has my heart? Why is that? And why does it feel so okay when I'm with her? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I am approaching this on some shit. Like, clear boundaries. We're not back together. And we won't be for quite some time. And I'm seeing if this, if there's a way for this to work. Uh, that's the truth. I, I'm proud of myself for making this decision. And I'm also uncomfortable with the decision. I'm proud of myself because I know if I didn't do this and I didn't try, I would have regretted not trying. It could just fucking fall flat on its face and this become totally terrible. And I, I actually do have that expectation. I have very little expectation going into this. Um, but that's just the truth. I figured... I might as well try. Just like everything else in life, I might as well try. And I could be totally fucking wrong. I could make a grave mistake. But I'm not going to get my heart broken twice. And um, I am going to try. <sighs> life be lifing, brother. Life be lifing. Oh, and you guys want some more sauce and some more flame on the fire here. My One of my close friends from back home... Um, recently had a uh, a pretty serious potential suicide episode um, we'll never say any names I'll never bring that up but uh, life just comes at you from all angles bro and uh, I'm 28 and I'm feeling it for sure I'm getting out of my car now but it's like I'm feeling it it's like wow okay Life will grab you by the dick and like beat the fuck out of you if you let it. So you got to be strong. And uh, 
it's okay to be weak, I think, sometimes. It's not okay to let that weakness override your body. But things I'm learning as a man with a big goal and a big ambition, things I'm learning. I'm also tired as fuck, so it's like... (sighs) Maybe I'm just coming off as super emotional, but... um, Yeah, that's what's going on. That is what's going on, guys. And uh, I just need to get myself in a good place by February 12th, both financially and also just spirits-wise, so I can go spaz mode and bring home the fucking chip one last time. Also, sidebar, I'm over here pissing and, excuse me, peeing on the corner of a parking garage. Dude, I literally saw some guy outside of a goddamn, like, 76 gas station today just, like, whip his dick out and start pissing in public. I'm like, what the fuck is Los Angeles turned into, dude? Um, this feels cinematic, though, doesn't it? Feel those footsteps. Feel those footsteps, dude. Ha! <laughs> wow. Life's fucking crazy, bro. Life is crazy. It's a motherfucker. But you guys know this, and I know this. I'll never fucking quit, bro. I'll never quit. And I go to bed every night knowing that. Like, you might not, Connor, you might not be, you might not be operating on 100%. You might be operating at 50% for the next four months. You might feel stupid as fuck. You might lose a bunch of money. You might go broke. You might get your heart broken. You might make a million mistakes. You might make mistakes on your project. You might fuck up interpersonal relationships. You might not know what the fuck you're doing. But you know you're never going to fucking quit. And that is a beautiful feeling. So, anyone out there in the grind tonight listening to this, I know a lot of you guys listen to this shit. Don't quit, bro. Don't fucking quit. Don't quit. Do not quit. Because you lose. You lose. Here I am, nine years later, right on the, the brink of something big. And life's still punching me in the fucking throat. But just don't fucking quit, motherfucker. Get in there. Be a fucking savage. Don't quit. Try shit. We'll talk soon. Peace.